Hello, welcome to the monthly Skill Bite Show, where we share information that is geared to helping you succeed in your business. This is Judy Weintraub, CEO of Skill Bites and host of this show. If you want to position yourself as an expert, one of the best ways to do that is to become a published author. Skill Bites author platform provides the easiest way to get a book written and published. Hi, this is Judy Weintraub, and in this episode, I am both the host and the guest. I want to share with you some of the biggest mistakes that some of my authors have made while writing their books, so that when you're writing your book, you can avoid them and have a more successful book. But before I get into the mistakes, Let me make sure you have a good understanding of all the reasons, or at least many of the reasons, why you should want to write a book. As you probably are aware, when you're a published author, you are almost immediately perceived to be an expert. It greatly enhances your credibility. And in addition to that, you're going to gain a lot more confidence when you're a published author. One of my authors, Garnet, said to me that in the six months since her first book came out, she can hardly believe the difference that that one book has made for her business. People view her now as an expert. She's getting many more calls for people seeking her expertise, and consequently, she's landing more business, and she gained more confidence which has been a significant factor in her ability to close more deals. A second reason for writing a book is the immense visibility that it gives you. When your book is on Amazon, well, that gives your book access to over 4 million people every single day. And those people are going on Amazon to buy something. So they're really ready buyers for your book. Now, it's not going to be for everybody. You're not going to sell 4 million copies. But the people who are looking specifically for information on the topic that's in your book, they could find your book. And even if they don't buy it, they could know that you're the author and that you're who they would like to work with. So having your book on Amazon is really going to be powerful for you. A great reason to become a published author is that your book is a great lead generation and sales tool. One of my authors, Alex, is a real estate broker. He now includes a copy of his book with every bid that he makes for uh, selling real estate. And he estimates that he's actually received over $200,000 in additional sales because of his book. Another one of my authors, John, is a chiropractor. He's done virtually no marketing of his book other than to make it available in his waiting room for his patients to take a copy for free. And he gave copy to 
the orthopedics in his area. So if they have any patients for whom chiropractic would be a good solution, they can recommend him. And he has estimated that in the year or two since his book came out, he has gotten over 40 new patients, which for him is about $60,000 a year in additional business. Pretty good return on a $5,000 investment. When you're a published author, you'll also have greater opportunity to land speaking engagements and media interviews. I have an author named Bud, who's a chef, and he wanted to write a book because he wanted to do more consulting in the area of farm-to-table food for industrial cafeterias like um, colleges and companies, large companies and things like that. He found that he got two paid speaking engagements before his book was even published because he put the word out that he had this book that was imminent on farm to table for cafeterias. And he got these speaking engagements that wound up paying him more than he spent on getting his book published. Now, in addition to all these, when you have your book, you've got a whole lot of content that you can then post on social media channels, on your blog. Um, you can create videos on YouTube, and all those are going to help drive traffic to your website, give you greater visibility, and generate more prospects and sales. And the last one I'm going to cover here, which I think is the most powerful, is that your book can lead to high ticket programs, group coaching programs, online courses, and things like that. One of my colleagues, Jay, he told me that his book led to over $4 million in sales. How did he do that? It wasn't from book sales. What he did was he gave a free ticket to a low-cost program to anybody who bought his book. The people who came to that low-cost program then wound up buying his higher-ticket programs. And it was because of his book that they knew about him and then were able to hear his pitch at his low-cost program to convince them to buy into his higher cost programs. It was a great strategy. Can you imagine writing a book and having it generate over $4 million of new business? I actually put together an ebook of 14 ways that you can leverage your book. So if you'd like a copy, just email me, judy at skillbytes.net, and I'll send you a copy of that ebook. Now let's turn to some of the mistakes that authors make. I'm just going to cover a few of them in this episode. And next episode, I'll cover some more. One of the biggest mistakes that people make is they have unrealistic expectations. They think that if they write a book and publish it, then people will buy it. But Unfortunately, it doesn't really work that way. Unfortunately, most 
authors don't even sell a hundred copies of their book. Now you can give your book away and there's a lot of good reasons to do that, but of course you're not going to get rich from royalties if you're giving your book away. The biggest thing for business owners is to generate revenue, not from book sales, but from the business that you get from the people who read your book. They could be coming to you for your services, or they could be purchasing products from you or um, engaging in group coaching or other programs that you offer. You need to understand that your book is a tool, but it's not the end game. Another mistake that a lot of people make is not having a clear objective regarding their book. Let me give you an example of this. I had a conversation with a gal named Susan who was really excited about writing a book that she was told was a, a great story. It was very powerful. It would help a lot of people. I asked Susan what she was going to gain from writing the book. She paused for a couple minutes and said, well, it's not really for me. It's for everybody else. I said, well, okay, that's great. Do you have a lot of free time to write a book that's not going to really help you at all, but is going to help other people? And she said, no, I, I'm running a business. It takes all of my time. This would be uh, something I'd have to do in my spare time, the limited spare time that I have. And I said, well, then if it's not really a high priority for you because you want your highest priority to be running your business, maybe you could write some notes for yourself about this powerful story that you want to tell. and." A few years later, if you find that you have more time, you can write the book then. The problem is if you don't have a strong reason that a book is going to help you, it's not going to be a priority for you and you're going to wind up pushing it off. And when you do that, it's going to take a lot longer for your book to come out and it may not even serve any purpose at that point. So you need to think about why a book is really going to help you. And then how are you going to enable yourself to reach that objective? Because a goal without a plan for reaching that goal is just a wish. It's not likely to happen. So you have to come up with your objectives and the means of achieving those objectives. And then the last mistake that I want to cover is thinking that your book is for everyone. Unfortunately, books that are real general, especially business books, don't wind up doing very well because nobody thinks the book is really written for them. You may have heard the expression that the riches are in the niches. You want to try to carve out a narrow audience and write your book specifically for that audience. One of my authors, Sean, made this mistake. He is an attorney and he wrote a book on 
uh, copyright law, or no, actually it was trademark law, sorry. But it was a general guideline on, or guide, guidebook on what trademark law is all about. It wound up not helping him very much because his clients come to him for trademark law. If he had written a book that was more specific, let's say something about infringement of international trademarks in a specific area, then people would find him who were running into that issue and he could get more business from it, but not from a general primer on trademark law. One of my other authors, Terry, she had multiple audiences for her book. Well, instead of writing one book for multiple audiences, she wrote separate books for each audience. So, for instance, she wrote a book on marketing tactics for beauty salons. And then she turned around, used about 80 to 90 percent of the content and wrote a second book on marketing tactics for spas. All she did was change some of the stories in the second book to be more directed to her audience of spa owners than for the beauty parlors. And both of those books helped her a lot. So I hope this has been helpful and stay tuned for the next episode where we're going to cover some more mistakes that authors make so that your book can be more successful.